0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 3 of Fat Man with a Plan. I'm your host, JM. Okay, so first off, I'm going to start off with a little bit of updates. I weighed in last week with my trainer, and so I am now down to 287, which is you know two pounds a week, which is a part of my goal. I have also put on about two and a half pounds of muscle and lost about two and a half pounds of fat because my current uh fat percentage is now at 38.3 whereas at previous weigh-in it was at 41.1 so that's a good bit of change up there um of course my doctor is in, you know is liking that i'm losing the weight and everything else but has decided to continue to put me on phetamine at a half dosage because full dosages. About 37.5 milligrams so a half dose is roughly about 17.75 milligrams or not 17 uh 18.75 milligrams sorry and uh, and he's doing this so that way he can help me continue with trying to suppress my appetite from overeating as well as continue to increase that burn Uh, for my body um but he's also doing it as a means to help with my energy levels because after working out especially since i do a two-hour routine every um every day for six days out of the week it is kind of exhausting and usually at the end of my day i am burnt out to the point where i just can't really do much or really don't want to focus on much So the Fettermine is supposed to help with my energy levels since it's going to continue burning the energy while I'm not working out to keep me functional. So so far I am uh, let's say about five days into taking the half dosage and I do feel a lot better feeling a lot less fatigue which is a great thing. Now mind you like I said last episode medication is not always the answer. And your doctor has to be the one to prescribe it for you and has to come based off of their recommendations, not just jumping the gun and demanding it because you want to lose weight instantaneously. Okay, so last week I said that I was going to talk about workouts or workout routines hydration of course surgery not always being the option for weight loss so let's begin with the workout routines now typically you want to actually have a workout routine that's about three days a week if not more i say this because you know you need to have a bit of intense workouts during your work you know week and One to two days doesn't really cut it for that. So three or more days will help you with that. And of course, this will consist of at least a half hour of cardio and anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes of weight training. This way, you'll actually be able to burn what you have and also develop the muscle to continue to burn burn fat and calories when you're at rest a bit more efficiently than if you're just trying to work out all the time. So, now with that, you'll want to actually then select, of course, a cool-down workout routine, which typically will, you know, consist of stretching, fault rolling, anything like that to help uh, relax your body, get it calmed down after working out. So, let's start off with, now with your workout routine, let's start off with the cardio part with the cardio you need to figure out what you're going to do for cardio and you're going to want to pick a couple of different things to do so that way each day you can rotate up what you're doing for that particular cardio session now since i go six days a week i usually rotate between three different things which is the indoor cycle the elliptical and of course the treadmill and i usually will do a half hour of treadmill one day and then of course that same day for my cool down as a part of my cool down process I'll do 18 minutes of cycling and then next day I'll do 35 minutes of cycling and 18 minutes on the elliptical and then I'll do 35 minutes on the elliptical and do 18 minutes on the treadmill. I rotate that up each day except for my all cardio day to allow myself to not adapt to the the type of cardio that I'm doing so that way I can keep my body confused and it's always a good plan to keep your body not knowing what to expect because if your body gets accustomed to a particular workout it's not going to be as effective as it once was because of plateauing so you're going to want to select your cardio routine and be able to vary it up now if you do three days a week you know you could do one of those each day for your half hour or if you're going to do multiple days you can do combination like i do of one at the beginning one at the end sort of that setup it's just more of your choice rather than you know a specific way to do it and of course from there you're gonna to have to deal with the most complicated part of developing your workout routine which is the weight training now when you start off with the plan for weight training you need to first decide what kind of setup you're going to do for your workout routines because ultimately, you're going to want to focus on developing your muscle groups equally, so that way you can look proportional. Because you really do not want to look like some of these guys with these big, burly, ripped uh, chests, arms, and all that stuff. And then you look down, and their legs are chicken—you know, scrawny little chicken legs, and so they're not proportioned right in the look just because they decided to focus on their arms because they feel that was the only thing that they need to work on. You really need to proportionally develop your muscles. So picking out your workout routine is going to be helpful with that. And there's two options primarily for this. One is called the total body workout, which consists of you doing various exercises and weight training that focus on all the muscle major muscle groups in your body and in turn, will work some of the secondary muscles in your body as well and this will allow you to proportionally develop your body's muscle mass while getting in a good workout routine or good workouts now there you know that's and the advantage to that is, is that if you're a person who's only doing three days a week that's a good way to make sure that you are put, you know developing those muscles during that time and of course, you know, since it doesn't eat up as much time as that, of course, you're in order to, well, if you do this route, you will have to spend more time working on developing your muscles, meaning you're not going to de- get the muscle gains as quickly as you would with a specific muscle group group workout, but it has a great deal of advantages, especially if your work, if your week is only going to be three days. Now if you do decide to go the other route, which is what I do, which is the specific muscle groups. This will allow you to work out each of this each section of muscles during each session and from there allow you to de- increase that muscle gain and it'll allow that muscle growth, but it'll also give you a bit more recovery time between your workouts for that muscle group to mend and repair itself before you go to the next. Um, Before the next time you work that muscle group now, of course, you'll burn a little less in calories with a Specific with a specific muscle group workout And that's because you're only working a small section of your muscles rather than your whole entire body, so It's a pick-and-choose situation now if you go multiple days like I do The specific muscle group, will, the calories burned to the workout setup will counterbalance themselves a bit as compared to doing a total body workout. Um, It's just more of a preferential thing and also a time thing based off of that. So if you choose to do specific muscle groups, remember that you have to work all your muscle groups evenly during your workout week. Uh, I know I usually will do a chest tricep workout routine, then I have my legs routine, I have a back and biceps routine, and then a shoulders routine, and mixed into all of that, I also have my abdominals uh, planned out. So, that you, know, you can do go that route, you can also, like I said, do the total body workout, especially if you're only doing the three days a week. Now, once you've figured out what type of setup you're going to do for your workout routine, you do need to start thinking about what type of exercises you're gonna do within that workout routine. Now, the types of exercises are gonna vary depending on what you're gonna be doing, because if you're doing a total body workout, you're gonna have probably stuff that works multiple things, like you might do a squat shoulder press, you might do deadlifts, You might. there's a lot of different things that you might do as a part of that workout routine to work your muscle groups or also if you're doing specific muscle groups each day you got to figure out what workout routine you know what exercises to do to work on those particular muscle groups Um, now this will require a little bit of research if you've no experience with weight training at all you're going to want to look at research there's a lot of great videos out there there's also a lot of great applications for your phone that will show you how to do that particular exercise correctly. You can also typically ask somebody at the gym, but there's a lot of usually nice people who are willing to show you how to do it correctly. Then there's also the staff at the gym as well as if you get yourself a personal trainer, they will show you how to do a workout uh, correctly as well. Um, But you're gonna wanna select about seven to eight exercises to do for that 30 to 45 minute workout. Now if this you do a total body workout, all those exercises are going to span your whole entire body. Uh, based off your muscle groups. If you do in specific, then of course it's going to be different things to switch up between, you know, what you're doing, what muscle group you're focusing on. Like my current routine, I'll go with my uh, chest triceps one since I did that one yesterday. That one consists of Me starting off with bench press which I start off at 40 pounds and then I increase it, um, 40 pounds on each side and then I increase it by 5 pounds on each, roughly about 5 pounds on each side and vary up the reps. So I'll start off with 12 reps then I go to 8, or sorry, 12 then 10 then 8 then 6 and then of course I end at 4 at the heaviest weights. And then of course from there i will do a dumbbell bench press along with a tricep over the head pull up and then i'll do incline incline flies with dumbbells as well as a tricep kickback i will also do uh let's see what else is i also have to do push-ups as a part of that routine as well as doing Plate presses and of course uh, plate squeezes, which I really hate plate squeezes, but they're good, you know, it's good for me. And so I do all of that stuff as a part of my routine for my setup. And of course, those take up that good bit of time. And of course, you know, once you've picked out the exercises that you're gonna do, you're gonna use this routine for probably about four weeks. You could probably go stretch it to five. But you really don't want to go beyond that and that's because you want to change up your routine monthly for weight training in order to keep your muscles confused and prevent plateauing because this way you'll be able to experience also more you know different types of exercises to do and like i said it's going to be better for you for your workout so you got to plan accordingly and realize that you're not gonna be able to continue to doing the same workouts just by increasing reps and weights all the time, you're gonna have to vary things up and find other things, other workout exercises to work your body. Okay, so now from workouts, I wanna talk about the concept of hydration. Now, hydration is very important for your workout because, face it, if you're doing things correctly, you're gonna sweat. And when you sweat, you're gonna be losing a lot of. Uh, electrolytes and everything else. And so you're going to want to be able to replace that fluid in your body to keep things going cuz otherwise your body will not be able to compensate with the amount of it, the amount of intensity and workout that you're going to be doing. Um with hydration, you're want to typically stip, stick with water for the most part because that's going to help you with your you know dealing with muscle fatigue and all that stuff now if you're doing a workout that's going to be a little bit longer you're going to want something a little bit more than just water and it's perfectly okay for those kind of workouts to have some sort of like uh, sports drink or anything like that because they'll have electrolytes to replace the ones that are fl- being flushed out of your body um now when you don't properly hydrate. That's where you're gonna run into problems. And I've noticed a lot of people at my gym, especially, they'll ha- you know there's some that'll have their water bottles with them, you know, and if the intense tra- you know ones that they're gonna have like one gallon jugs with them to you know make sure that they stay hydrated. But then you have people who just think that they can just go through it without having to worry, and it does not end well for them. Um, because the thing is is that they'll start experiencing the symptoms of dehydration which can consist of dizziness lightheadedness um which is not really great for you because it's a it's a it's a symptom that can get worse and can cause you to pass out you'll you can experience nausea vomiting muscle cramps dry mouth And of course also you could stop sweating, which is not going to be good since your body as it's working out It's heating up and it needs to cool off And if you can't cool off, it's gonna cause problems and of course, it's gonna also uh, Increase your heart rate Because the factor is your body your heart's having to work harder to push your blood because it's not as much uh, Water to keep the blood in a proper state so that way it will flow easily throughout your body Um, You can also deal with mental confusion, weakness, loss of consciousness. And the thing is, is that, you know, last week alone, I saw somebody who decided to work out with their trainer, of all things, without any water. And about halfway through the routine, this was after this person uh, did about a half hour of cardio, didn't get any water. And so, half hour of cardio, halfway through a 30-minute workout session wound up uh, passing out which is not a good thing. Emergency medical service had to be called to help get the person back, you know, up and running. And that was primarily because she the person just did not bother with proper hydration. So you got to keep in mind, you know, water is always going to be the best thing that you have with you at all times because you got to stay hydrated. It is very good for you it's good for your muscles it's good for your recovery it is good for your own mental state because lord knows you do not want to become extremely confused in the whole process of trying to work out and of course blacking out is always never a good thing so make sure that you properly stay hydrated and that just get yourself a good water bottle whether it's a 16 ounce 20 ounce i personally use a 32 ounce bottle just because it means i have to fill it up less but you want to make sure that you have a means of staying hydrated throughout your whole entire workout, not just for your cardio, not just for your weight training, you want it for your whole entire time. And then, of course, you want to consist consistently drink water throughout the rest of your day. Okay, so I want to close out with the last thing of surgery and how surgery is not always an option for your weight loss. Um... I've heard a lot of people, and I actually know somebody who's been talking about just doing the gastric sleeve as an option to lose weight, and would rather do that and then start working at the gym once this person has lost a good bit of weight, so that way they don't feel as self-conscious. Now, the thing is that gastric sleeve, just like any other format of surgery, Is A very dangerous thing and there are a lot of risks that come with that whole process Because ultimately there is no quick fix for losing weight You have to you have to deal through a lot of stuff and it's not going to be pleasant now with gastric um, sleeve surgery weight loss and all that stuff now this now I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever do it because this option is usually left open to people who either have done everything in their power to lose weight, and that includes the whole process of medications, working out, dieting, changing up everything that they've done, and still no effect, or also the people who physically cannot perform the level of activity needed to lose the weight. For these people, Surgery becomes that option because of the fact that they need to lose some weight before they can actually be able to function properly to uh, do some of the workouts that they're going to need to do to lose the weight even further. But a lot of people nowadays are jumping to this idea that hey, I can get the surgery. I weigh, you know, I only weigh 270 pounds. I can get the surgery and then I can be, you know, supermodel. Th- you know, I could look like a fitness model. In a couple of months that's not how ultimately it works on top of everything else and it's not the best solution because first of all when you deal with surgery there's a you know, there's a lot of risks that go with it and that can range from nerve damage from the incision because they're gonna have to go through your skin they're going to go through your muscles and everything to get down to your stomach there's potential complications from anesthesia, meaning you might not wake up, or you might die on the table. Blood clots, blood loss, infection, risk. There's even you know, the overall risk of death that comes with surgery, and that's just it alone. Which is why it's not always best for individuals who are just looking for a quick fix. Also, what things that people don't consider, and this is according to the Mayo Clinic and also the Bariatric Surgery Source, there's a lot of other complications that come with uh, surgeries for gastric bypass and gastric sleeves. And that's bowel obstructions, a uh, thing called dumping syndrome, which is causes diarrhea, nausea, and or vomiting, gallstones, hernias internal and at the incision site, malnutrition, ulcers, leaks in the gastrointestinal system, GERDs, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease, food intolerances which means foods that you enjoyed before the surgery you may not be able to consume at all after the surgery and of course there's several other risks involved in it and it's not a good idea to do this route if you're looking to lose 40 50 pounds um because it, it's not a the best solution out there for you And just because you'll lose weight instantly also does not mean that it's going to be effective long term because there's a lot of people who struggle still with weight loss and weight gain, or actually weight loss in specific, because even though they got the sleeve, they didn't change up, after they recovered and everything, they didn't change up their diet and eating habits, they didn't change up their physical activity habits, and so Eventually their body adapts to the surgery and of course, then they start putting on weight and then they don't understand why they're still getting fat Even though they just went through this surgery So you got to really take into account What is necessary for it now if you're 200 pounds overweight surgery is a very viable option, but if you're like me and you're anywhere from a hundred or less pounds Uh, Weight from the weight that you should be at Surgery is not going to be the best option it. Yes, you'll wind up losing some of the weight initially, but then you're gonna struggle with a lot of problems over the rest of your life Including those complications I mentioned earlier Whereas you could lose if you just dieted and cut out 500 calories a day from your diet in addition to working out at least 30 minutes a day, and that's cardio, whatever, to try to work towards this goal and, stru- and work at just losing a pound a week, if you think about it, that's 52 pounds a year. I mean, yes, you're going to lose a lot of weight instantly with the surgery, but you're going to rec- spend a lot of time, you're going to spend a good year trying to recover and then, of course, having to adapt and all that stuff, or you could just lose a pound a week over the course of the year and you know wind up with about 52 pounds at the end of the year lost which is a much better setup it's also much healthier for you also with surgery you're gonna to have to look into you know deal with the whole thing of rapid weight loss means that you're gonna have a lot of sagging skin because your body has not been able your skin has not been able to catch up with your body for the weight loss and so you're going to wind up with, like a lot of the cases that you can see on the line, where the skin is just heavily sagging and ultimately it has to be removed. Now, if you have health insurance, and at least decent health insurance, like they'll cover a, a tummy tuck for once, but that's not going to address your arms, it's not going to address your chin, it's not going to address your thigh. Um, whereas if you wor- lose a pound a week, then your body has time to adapt to it. And your skin can progressively work at matching the rest of your body. So you're not having to deal with as much of the skin problems as a person who's had the surgery. So think about it also that way. Also remember that there is no ultimate quick fix for diet and weight loss. Because like I said, with surgery, people still struggle with it. I know somebody personally who had it done years ago, and that's and she actually had it done because she couldn't. She st- she did everything to lose that weight, and nothing worked. Yeah, you know, she went that route to lose the initial weight, and she still struggles with her weight problems even today. Even though she is much lighter than she she was back then, it's still a thing that she's having to fight with every single day and dealing with also all the complications that come along with it. So, when you're considering the surgery, I would really advise against it unless it is your last resort option. And even then, most doctors will try to push you to doing non-surgical approaches to weight loss before they'll even consider it. So, please take the wisest route and work at losing out losing that weight rather than seeing surgery as the easy way out and you'll so that way you'll just suffer the rest of your life with all those complications okay okay well that's it for episode three of fat man with a plan remember to follow me on facebook at fat man with a plan you can also follow me on anchor.fm under conundrum cast you can also find me on various podcasting sites which includes the apple podcast google play music and overcast so subscribe to the podcast to find out what's going on next now next week i want to talk about technology as a part of your weight loss and workouts uh routines and I'll spend a fair amount of time talking about it because I'm going to break it up into different segments but I want to talk about technology as far as hardware as well and software and applications that will allow you to work at your weight loss goal so until next time I'll I wish you the best on your weight loss goals and I'll talk to you next Monday have a good one